Blog Talk Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. We're going to start this call off with a special announcement. We'll go from there. Okay. Good morning, because this special announcement is from Tony. I want you all to know this, okay? So I was just talking with Ray. So I decided I'm not going to do the calls, guys. I'm not going to do the calls based on the last call, this call. We got 10 donations and 15. Rager's got 18 mail-ins I mean, today, and we just went over our numbers. We got 6,000 on free conference call, and we get almost a minimum of 10,000 to 13,000 on blog talk. That's 16, to, I mean, yeah, to 19,000 people every call doing that call when 20 people donate or help pay for the service. I'm, I'm just not going to do it. I'm not even going to go through it anymore. So I decided, you know, if we don't have 100 donations, I'm not doing a call. I don't care what they are, $5, $10, $2. To me, that just doesn't make any sense. We still got to pay the bills. It's still the first of the month. And I, I'm just not doing it for 10, 20 people to to be involved and everybody else just get on the call free. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, if I don't see a, a hundred out of 20,000, that's, that's a half a percent that are donating and help pay for this and care about it, then I'm not going to do the calls anymore. So. Um, so that's my decision. Ray's going to leave the line open. If we get to 100 donations, we're going to do the call. If we're not, we won't. And that's how it'll go from now on. So, all right, Ray. I'm done. Play your music. We'll see what happens. If we get there, we'll start the call. If we don't, we won't. Okay. I'll wait to hear from you. Let me know when we hit the magic number. All right. Hopefully it won't take too long.
this is perfect Come kiss me one more time I couldn't dream this up Even if I tried You and me in this moment Feels like magic Don't I'm right where I want to be Everybody's talking about heaven Like they just can't wait to go Saying how it's gonna be so good So beautiful Lying next to you In this bed with you I ain't convinced Cause I don't know how I don't know how Heaven, heaven could be better than this I swear you're an angel Sent to this world What did I Talking about heaven like they just can't wait to go Saying how it's gonna be so good, so Turn me on, turn me off, then you turn me back on by the weekend. And you won't say the words that I want, but you flirt when you're drinking. I see those bubbles pop up like you're texting and they disappear. Let's cut to the quick and let's get to what we're doing here. Are we just a backseat? Trying to get it while we can. Are we names and a tattoo? Just a number on a hand Are we last call kissing Or will we be reminiscing With each other for the next 40 years Are we written in the stars, baby Or are we written in the sun Yeah, I want you to want me To take you back home to my mama Put my name on your lips, call me yours, and forget all this drama. 
Your makeup is next to my toothbrush, but you never put it away on the shelf. I'm asking you, baby, cause I'm tired of asking myself. Are we just a backseat? Trying to get it while we can. Are we names and a tattoo? Or just a number on a hand? Are we last call kissing? Are we dancing in the kitchen, baby? Tell me what it is or what it is. And are we written in the stars, baby? Or are we written in the sand? And wash right off my head. Are we last call kissing or will we be reminiscing with each other for the next 40 years? Are we written in the stars, bitch? Or are we written in the sand? Are we written in the stars, bitch? Or are we written in the sand? My good is gold. 
To start conference recording, press 1. To return to the conference, the recording has started. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I'm super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up. This is TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up. Keep your faith in the Lord and restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it. You keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it. You ain't even got a flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it. Now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denard era of making their life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P, Pam, known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting to stretch. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray ran the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself. We got to do it together. A life of wealth. We living like to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. It's a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. It's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, Denard, Tony, Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. It's blessed life, I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Listen. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Yeah. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. Yeah. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. We got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This black life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting 
don't kid yourself as those of us who are living income who do donate it. So, and, and I know that. So I'm trying to address all aspects of it, but know why we're doing what we're doing so that it makes sense. But I, 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 I appreciate G-Man every call asking for donations. But even when he does that and 15 people donate, it, it upsets me. I'm just telling you the truth. I mean, I'm, I'm keeping it real right now. When we know we're looking at the numbers, and our conference call lines are always full, so minimum of 6,000 people right there on free conference call. And the lowest number we've ever gotten on blog talk was 9,800 and uh, I put some in it. 9,800, so that's our lowest number ever. So together, that's minimum of 15,000 people on every call. Anyway, I just wanted to address that, um, why it was making me feel bad when we look at the numbers and see, you know, 20 people donated, or we got 18 donations in the mail today. And some days, he only gets five or six in the mail. So anyway, let's go on. I got to read something to you guys real quick first. Uh, Let me see here. Um, Before I tell you what's really going on. I got to find it, though. Oh, here we go. Um, Check this out. This is... is, uh, uh, I gotta tell you, Iraq has two presidents, and the third will be confirmed and in place either today or tomorrow. The IMF told the Central Bank of Iraq that they can revalue at any time. What has been shared is that by March the third, we're going to be rocking and rolling. Won't it be fine? You guys know that's a lot, right? I didn't even read the rest of it, <laughs> but that's a lot. Uh, I'm just telling you, because, again, I know y'all don't want to hear it, but I don't want to hear it. This other guy put out, hey, told that tonight or tomorrow morning we'll have an exchange appointment. Call staff is on one-hour call status for tomorrow. Including bondholders. This is every day. Every day I get this. We're getting paid tomorrow. We're going to the bank. It's all done. And every day I got to respond to people. Well, what do you think? Is this real? Does this guy know what he's talking about? And I always say, well, didn't he say this 20 times last week? Yesterday? Don't they always say, hey, I, I just got the call. It, it's happening right now. Or the East is getting paid. And, and none of it's been true because it's not true. And I don't know why. It's because it's the same guys keep making it up, but it keeps upsetting everybody else. <laughs> and I don't mean one or two people, because just like now, I get the calls, I get the text, and I get the emails. When they put out some stupidness that's not true, and we know it's not true. Nobody's getting called. There's not one bank that I know of that's on standby. Not one. They're not even on alert. Because they don't know what's going on. They're waiting for something to happen before they even do that. 
So these guys consistently putting out this, and I don't know where they could be getting it from. They're just making it up or passing it around from each other. And I'm just telling you because I know we got the largest group of people listening right now. If I was you, I wouldn't even listen to them. I mean, no, listen to them, I guess. I shouldn't say that. What I should say is just don't believe. That's all. <laughs> I mean, some things would be true, but some of it is just nonsense and doesn't make any sense. And I don't even know where they could possibly even be getting it. There's no banks putting it out. The Treasury's not putting it out. There's nobody in Iraq saying that the RV's happening today or tomorrow. So, and they definitely are not selecting a president today or tomorrow. It just doesn't even make any sense, especially what's going on in the country. All right, so what is going on? Again, banks are not on alert, especially not Texas. They're not on standby. They're not telling their people anything except for we don't know, because that's what they're being told. We don't know. Now, last week they were told maybe this week, but since the ruling went through, we don't know. Now, why not? IMF put out a whole bunch of statements yesterday, told Iraq the good, bad, and the ugly, what they were doing right, what they were doing wrong, the fact that they're trying to do it is right. The fact that they're not taking care of their people is wrong, and the IMF gave them a stern warning that you know what happened October of 2019. You're in jeopardy of seeing it again. You are jeopardizing everything you have worked for basically over your greed instead of taking care of the people of Iraq. That's what they told the government. It's time for you to form your government. And we know that. The court ruled that uh, the, they could not go in and add names to the president of the republic because uh, that guy, so I was trying to think of his name, did not have the authority to do so. So that's out. But he did say the House of Representatives, not the president of the House of Representatives, but the House of Representatives had the authority to do so if they took a vote and it came out that way. They wanted to reopen it. Now, that's what the court is saying. So they basically said, you can reopen it, but you did it the wrong way. Even that is now being challenged. So the House of Representatives announced that they will take a vote next week whether or not to reopen it to new names. They said they're going to take a vote next week, not tomorrow, not Friday. Well, week starts on Saturday because they didn't say what day. They just said next week. We'll vote to see if we even want to go through that open it, put new names in, and, and and then vote. So we won't know that till then, except for uh, Al-Kazimi came out today and said during the next parliament meeting, they will vote for the president of the republic. That's what he said today. During the next parliament meeting, we're going to vote for the president of the republic, which, again, 
is pushing everything before any of that happens. We're not going to publicly see anything, I think, until they conclude that. And we've been saying that. And the banks now know it. And everybody said they're not making a plan, decision, or looking for anything until that happens. So we're hoping it happens next week so we can get this thing over with. After it happens, they vote. Then Selah has 15 days to name who's going to be their prime minister or who's getting their first opportunity at it. He already said he would name Al-Kazimi within 72 hours. And we know that's all anybody wants because they don't have any excuse after that. They did meet with the Minister of uh, Finance. They had him explain why he devalued the dinar, what was the plan, what was the benefit. He did explain it to him and said it achieved his goal. Well, now they gave him one week publicly, one week, to come back with a plan to help the people. So you got one week, come back and tell us how you're going to fix it. That's what that means. My guy in Iraq told me that he actually had 72 hours, but the article came out this morning and said he has a week to come back with a plan on how to fix it. Now, they are saying that they can't revalue the dinar. They can't do it right now. That's what CBI is saying. That's what the finance minister is saying, even some politicians, because it doesn't make sense to do it because they don't know how to fix the rest of the economy if they do it. They don't know how to change the prices, change the market prices, and keep everybody honest. They don't know how to uh, absorb it into the economy, chaos among the citizens. That's what they're saying. We can't do it for these reasons. And we all know they've already worked out all their reasons. There's already a plan, and they've been trying to implement it for years. But publicly, that's what they said. Now, this is just the opposite of what they were seeing in January, February, Change the rate, change the rate, change the rate. Now they're saying we can't change it because we don't have a plan. So they told me he got a week to come up with a plan. But we know that plan was already there. We know how they were doing dual prices in the markets, putting them up, getting everybody ready for it so everybody would know in advance. Um, and educating the people on what the currency, why did they go do all that? if they didn't have a plan to implement it. Now, so far, some of the things haven't gone right with the reform, and they're saying that was part of the problem. They did implement 60% of what they say was reform, but they didn't do the part that means anything. That was holding them back. They still have the plan. They're going to revise the plan based on the new rates that are coming out, based on the new price of oil which today, I think Tish told me, is 105, right? 105. Um, And going higher. Why is it going higher? We know even though it won't stop the RV from happening, 
the war between Russia and Ukraine is actually affecting the global economy. And it's affecting it every day. And that's hard, I think, to work out when it's every day like that. But supposedly they're going to have it worked out in a week. We'll see. The rate continues to climb and we'll get up to 135 like Goldman Sachs says. What does that mean for you and me? It means I hope you're driving a Mini Cooper or electric vehicle from now on. <laughs> you're definitely going to be paying for some gas. That's for sure. But it's not just gas because it affects everything. Shipping, importing, exporting, it all moves around with gas. When gas goes up, so does everything else. I mean, it's going to affect every part of our society. So as far as they're concerned. So what's the good news? The good news is the RV is absolutely going to happen because nothing else is going to happen until it does. They're not getting all those companies in, those contracts started, anything else until the RV happens. And now it's all on them, not anybody else. I wish I could send you guys the uh, message that the IMF and UN sent them, praising what they've done so far and telling them exactly what they need to do and that they have a very short period of time to do it or they're going to lose it all. That's what they told them today. Lose it all, they're telling them, your people are going to rise up once again because they're sick and tired of being abused. And there's no reason for them to be. So uh, Central Bank has come out and said, hey, we'll just uh, change the plan, the budget, and basically give money to all the poor people, increase things on the ration card to make it good for them. That's what they're saying. Without changing the rate, just take the surplus money and start giving it to the people. Well, they haven't done that so far. And it's a good way to look at it. Uh, some cars were issued today with 5 million dinar on them. Only people are getting paid in their salaries and they're going to take payments out of their salaries, but they gave me advancement of 5 million dinar, which is a whole lot of money to them. $5,000 over there. So that's a good thing. So, oh, oil is at 111.48. My bad. Earlier it was at 105. I think that's what Tish told me. So, um, I usually have to go with what Tish says. Oh, no, she said 111. All right, sorry. My mistake. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, things are actually better than expected. We're waiting for two things to happen now then to have their meeting to decide if they're going to open up the president of the republic or, like al Kazimi says next week, vote on the president of the republic. And I think that's all we really, really need, guys, and everybody have the confidence in it. Now, Sadar came out and said, hey, I didn't say change the exchange rate. I said it would be better. I said take care of the people. I said, and he said, there's 73 banks that work in the auction. <clears throat> we know 20 of them are corrupt. At least 20 are corrupt. Why haven't you shut them down? 
Why don't we regulate that? We know that there's still smuggling going on on the border. Why haven't we controlled that? We know that there's still corrupt politicians, and why haven't we removed them? That's what he's saying today. That's going to change it. Everybody in Iraq, or politicians outside of Iraq, and as part of what the IMF told them today, knows what needs to be done, but they also know and realize what we've been saying for years, I'm telling you, it's not going to happen overnight. You just don't get that kind of corruption out overnight. But you have to work at it. And the first thing to work at it, I mean, is change the rate, shut down the auction. That shuts down at least 20 banks and God knows how many contracts, smuggling agreements. Uh, Finance came out today and said, guys, we need $15 billion to pay all our debt. Or 12 to 15, uh, million during the auction, and they said, "Why is the auction at 60? If we only need 12 to 15 every time to pay our foreign debt, to do our money outside the country, so where is the other 45 million going every time? It's being smuggled. Okay, it's going to corruption, and they know it." I like the fact that they are identifying even down to the dollar, because that's how you get it stopped and making it public. So, all right, I know a lot of stuff to go through, so let's get started. Great. Did you extend our time, or I'm still at the same nope. time? <laughs> we the same time. <laughs> then we'll do what we do. Yep. Okay. Let's see. Wow. Got a few questions here. Let me see how many you already addressed. Uh, let's see. S. Den L. W. A. S. 1995. What happens after the election and the theft is discovered being done by certain parliament members and, excuse me, improved? Will they waive their immunity and arrest them? No, they will not. And that's the whole thing with getting the government in place. That's what uh, the Integrity Commission, al kazimi has been working on for a year, and they wanted it done. They have identified 200 parliament members, they said, or people in the government who are corrupt. But they can't do anything to them until they're out of, a go- of the government. Because they're protected as long as they're in there. Well, they don't know who they're going to be until the government is seated. Then they're going to go after him. They don't know if Maliki's actually going to be part of the government or not. So Dar said he's not, because he's not going to do it with him. Then, then they can actually go after Maliki at that point. If he has no position in the government like Dar wants, they can go after him. That's why he's fighting so hard to stay in there and keep a position, but not just him. You got to remember all the ministers that left the country, took off. They're going after them. But nothing's going to be done until the government is set and Al-Kazimi, if he gets, knows what his team consists of or who his team consists of and then who they can go after. But as long as they are part of the government, well, part of parliament, they are protected. They do go after 
governors, mayors, city managers, um, policymakers at all the time. And they have the total list, they said, was 3,000. Um, government officials was 200. So we'll see after the government said. All right, what's next? NID now says, what happened to the Chapter 8 vote by UN after UN meeting on February 22nd to be moved out of Chapter 7? Was the was the vote to be accepted into Chapter 8 scheduled for last week or just being delayed until the government's in place? I don't know because we haven't heard anything else about it. They said they were going to have another meeting on that Thursday, but we have heard nothing except everybody saying Iraq is now out of Chapter 7. That's how Iraq is operating. That's what we're hearing. You know, the other thing confusing was the EU OFAC list or something. Are they removed or are they not? Because there was an announcement saying they were removed, and then there was some saying they're waiting for them to be removed. We actually got an article saying that they've been removed, but are they still on the list? So those things, I think, they are holding until they actually come up with their government to make it public or a final decision. Okay, what's next? Uh, Is there any advice you can provide for those whom will have more cash left in the banks that exceeds the 250,000 FDIC insurance limit? Is there any way to protect the funds without having multiple account structures? When you go to set up your accounts, you want to talk to your wealth manager about people or places you can insure your money. So I I know before, and we've talked about it over the years, suppose a lot of people go to uh, Lloyd's of London. I think there's a few other places where they can actually insure their money and account things, but that's something they'll have to go over with you, okay? All right, what's next? All right, Autumn Woods says, what happened to the Million Man March? Well, how long will we have to um, I don't know. It was supposed to be on the 1st, so we haven't heard it, seen anything about it. But the anniversary um, is on the 5th of March, so they may have moved it to the 5th. But there's been no articles and no discussion of it, but it was scheduled for the 1st. So we just have to wait and see if they're just holding back, waiting for this thing to be announced. Guys, I'll tell you again before we even get to it. People over there are being told that it's done, which we know it was. The rate's going to come out. It is going to be the 381. They just don't know what day they're going to do it with all the confusion. But I told you guys 15 years ago, Right before it happens, it's going to be a ball of confusion, which is supposed to be. They're trying to blame prior that the word got out and all the hype from the last two weeks and people not spending money and everything made them stall what they were doing, try to convince people in the world that they aren't going to do it, and then just pop it up. And that's probably what's going to happen. Okay, what's the next question? Semper 5-1 says, I want to do the $3,000 a day in giving also, Tony. 
could you explain just how you are planning on either going to get the cash or debit cards to do this every day? How do you get that kind of cash constantly without the bank getting suspicious or questioning it? Well, look, in order to give away $3,000 a day, you'd have to have some real money, right? <laughs> in order to even think about doing that and having money coming in. But there is no suspicious. I can go in there and say, hey, I need $100,000. And they are going to say, for what? And I can say, because it's my money and I need it. As long as I fill out the forms and the government know I got it, okay, it's my money. I don't necessarily have to go get $3,000 out the bank every day. See, I have a wealth manager. <laughs> and I go in and say, hey, this is what I'm going to do, and this is what I'm going to need. Every week, Monday morning, I'm going to need $30,000 cash money brought to my house. So I can go do what I want to do. Because that's how you plan on doing it. Or buy cars if you want to give it out. I actually plan on giving out cash money. Because somebody may get 200 somebody may get 900 somebody may get a whole thousand. I don't know. But I wanted it to benefit people. I'm not trying to hide anything from anybody, any bank, anywhere else. It's my money. I can give it away if I want to. I'm not dealing with tellers every day, give me 3000 give me 3000 because it does. But if I've told my wealth manager this is what I want, this is what I'm doing, I can do it. I got a safe at home, I'll put it in the safe. If I think it's going to be once a month, give me 100000 cash, it's in the safe, and every day I'll go out for $3,000 and do what I want to do. So there's various ways to do it. It's not hard. It's not how we're going to go and, uh, you know, deal with tellers at the bank, everything. You're not even going to go to that bank anymore if you're doing what I'm doing. I mean, the last thing you will see is a bank. You may go to an office building, take care of stuff, and have it done, or you may have your wealth manager come to you. But the last thing we're dealing with is a bank teller. All right, what's next? Chaplin says, you educated us on when countries go to war, their currencies devalue. How does this apply to the Russian currency? Ethically, I won't purchase it, but from a learning position, please teach us. Okay. So what happened with Russia already? And everybody should already know this because, I mean, uh, it's part of what's going on. Is there, they went to war, and their currency devalued by 35%, right? Today's Wednesday. So they shut down their markets over the weekend, haven't opened them yet, because their currency devalued by 35%. And by the end of the month, it may be 50 to 60%, because now they're getting cut off even more. This is part of the process, guys. Exactly what's going on. With all the other countries cutting them off, they cut them off of the SWIFT system now, which the U.S. wanted to do in the beginning. Didn't have enough of the allies that agreed. Now they do. They've cut off their central bank, their top five banks. They cut off their oligarchs. They cut off uh, Putin himself. They can't use any money outside the country. Their debit cards are shut down. Apple Pay is shut down. All the countries, uh, companies are moving out, and it's devaluing their currency. Exactly what happens. Usually we just go in and do it. If we go to war against them and everybody follows. 
but our allies and everybody did it. 35%. It came back to 25%, and with the new sanctions, and as it goes, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. So at the end of this, after the sanctions are starting to be released, is it going to go up? Would it be a good buy at that time? Yes. But right now, no. I mean, you could buy 35% down if you could because they haven't been put on with the sanctions. You can't. They can't use U.S. dollars, and they can't transfer money within the banking system. So I don't even know how you would get it right now, to tell you the truth. But it's going to be a repeat of every other country. Uh, what I haven't looked at is Ukraine's currency, and where is that since they're the ones being attacked? I don't think it has since all the allies are supporting them and giving them money and everything else to fight back with. Their currency hasn't devalued what Russia has. All right, what's next? Poetic Blues says, I was wondering about the warning Iraq received from the IMF regarding changing the rate. They stated they had to diversify their economy. However, in order to do that, they have to change their rate, correct? Well, here's the thing. By doing what they did in uh, devaluing the dinar, they did diversify their economy at some point because people couldn't buy import stuff anymore. They couldn't afford it. With losing their money, the prices going up, so they started buying at home. So, and that is one of the things that they're scared over. They're saying right now, if they revalue the dinar, people will stop buying made in Iraq and start buying the imports again because now they have money. So that is a true concern, and, and I understood it. And they said it would hurt the economy more than it would help it if everybody stopped doing what they're doing. So they have to have the reform plan and let the people see the benefit of still buying Iraqis to do it. To do that, create jobs, manufacturing in Iraq. And that's what the IMF said. You have to have a plan to do that. We know they have a plan because the plan was in the white paper. They have to implement the plan. Start with the contracts, hiring people, and and giving people jobs and telling them to do that. They need to cut off some of the import-exports and at the prices they should. So, again, as part of the white paper, they said you guys drew it up, but you're not doing it. And you're not doing it because of the corruption that's still in the government and the greedy politicians that are there are still trying to collect the money. So. It's a process, but it will happen. Okay. Uh, let's see. Two or three members are all talking about the same thing. This is about donations. Some say they they mail theirs in. Others will say others are saying they do electronic, but once a month. And the main question is, do they want to do you want them to change it so that you see it when the call comes in? It's about what it boils down to. These three or four folks. That's actually a good question. <laughs> so we see that it's coming in. Guys, what I wanted was what we've done for years, not the same 100 people to be having to carry this thing for 16, 18,000 people. 
that, that that's the problem right there. Because you know, and, and I set the number at a hundred to do a call. I should have set it at five six hundred. I mean, two a, a, a thousand out of eighteen, still less than one percent to to donate. A hundred is, is is a tenth of a percent. And we hey, we'll just do the call because we know that everybody can't afford it. But it should be a hundred different people every call that can afford. Like I don't care if it's five dollars, whatever it is. But but something that everybody can do. Everybody can't do every call, and I don't expect everybody to do every call. That was never any attention request, even though. My preacher friend that called me this morning, <laughs> and as soon as I saw the phone ring, I'm like, here we go. But, and a couple other people that texted me, y'all know who you are, all said, good job, good job, every call. Everybody should pay every call. Everybody can't afford to pay every call. And and that's, again, not what my intention was. So I just said it at, at 100, and you're right, I should have made it higher than that. I just want, um, what is it that I want? I don't know. It's not the money. I want it to be worth it. I want people to say that it's worth it. I want everybody to help everybody. It is about paying the bill because it's first of the month. So don't ever think it's not about that. But it's about teamwork makes the dream work. Um, and so many other things. I was just saying, man, you know, I was on a call last night. I was on a call 1 o'clock this morning. I got up this morning and was on two calls. I said, I got to do this all the time and give out the information and then come to look and say, right, how many people, 18 people sent millions, 15 people donated, and I'm doing all this 24 hours a day, getting it out, and I got to go to these other sites and see all the information I give out, and all these people just riding. No, it just kind of pissed me off. That's all. Or the fact that I even had to say anything about it. <laughs> that I had the G-Man say something about it every day. I mean, every call, he says something about it. Well, I have to say anything about it or not see that right now again. So I don't care. Um, Somebody right now complains to me right now. Hundred people at five dollars—that's five hundred dollars. Okay. So we pay bills all month long. We pay bills. How many people get on the call that we have to pay for? Get on blogs that we have to pay for, or just the time. So if five hundred dollars is too much, then just don't get on the call. Just a hundred people just don't donate. So that's where I set the number at. I'm not going to do a call without that. All right, what's next? All right, we'll talk to some live callers. First one is 360, area code. It's Walt. Wow. Hey, man. Hey. Hey, man. It's like I was just kind of in, not a trance, Tony, but I was kind of in la-la land, and then all of a sudden I heard the number. And I, uh, I guess first thing popped in my head is Ray. That was that was out of sight music. And if you're old enough to know how we used to say uh, that's out of sight, 
you'd know exactly what I mean. That was uh, Jerry Lee. Oh, gosh, it was all great. Elvis was there. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, great job. And when it came back on, I thought, thank you, Lord. I was loving the music. It was great. But I'd still rather hear what they have to say. And my patience became a virtue because I was uh, still on the call. So I appreciate it. Tony, I appreciate your position, too, and I uh, i guess my my encouragement to everybody else is, is that I just put it on bill pay until once a month it goes in, and uh, that might help them figure out a way to do something more consistently and, and uh, help that out. Um, so next week, it's our, just so I'm getting straight now, next week we should hear them say there's nobody else for president that can be involved or in. They have to choose whoever it is they're going to, they have to name. Is that how that works? Well, next week we should hear them say um, either we're going to take a vote and let more people in or not, because that's what has to happen first. But they went back to the court today to say exactly how does the vote have to go. Is it uh, a majority have to agree, or is it plus one that has to agree? So they want the court to ask answer that. So is it two-thirds, or is it plus one? Which one do we have to do in order to decide if we can open it up back to names? So the court's going to have to do that for the rest of this week, and that's why they said next week to actually take the vote so they would know what they're doing, if they're going to vote at all. Because even though they said that, Al Kazemi came back and said during the next parliament session, we will vote for the president of the republic. So that means they already have to have the names. And maybe they will. If they vote on Monday or Tuesday to add names, and they do, it. Thursday or Friday, Parliament comes up, because I don't know the dates for each. They could actually take the vote, or they could drag it out even more. Okay. Well, that's that's really my major concern, because, you know, my buddy, he's still out there prowling around in the streets making deals, but i um, sure be glad to hear his name called out publicly. So, fingers crossed. All right, gentlemen. Thanks, Ray. Thanks, Whoa. Tony. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Years ago, I think I might even tell you guys. I um. I don't even know if I should. Yeah, I said it even then. I got invited to Iraq by uh, some parliament members and um, part of the family. I don't even know if I even tell you guys who it was. But anyway, they invited me to uh, come to Iraq, which at the time our government was saying nobody should go to Iraq. So, and I would probably be under more scrutiny than I am now if I had gone. But I'm thinking. <laughs> I'll keep that, uh, Yeah, I'm thinking you might get an invitation to uh, Maliki's court hearing. <laughs> oh, 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 well. Just remember uh, Walt Renfro and the Caymans. 
right. Thank you, sir. All right. Hey, thanks, Tony. Thanks, Ray. All right, sir. Take care. Take care. You do. 507 area code you are on. Five zero seven three one three. Okay, you're no longer on. Four zero four area code, you are on. Zero four. Hi Tony. Hi Ray. Hey. Hey. Good morning. Hello. Yes. Just, I am curious in terms of. All of the the, the storylines uh, with respect to the finance minister and the role being played there uh, versus the, the CBI. And I'm just curious how much of this, in your opinion and your sources, is this smoke and mirrors and, and you know, just kind of um, muddying the water so that we really don't know what to say because we've always been told for so long that it's it's really the CBI that, that controls this, that finance minister may say, you know, give his piece and, and parliament has coming in and given their two cents, but they don't really – in, in the article seem to have, you know, others say other than to try to move things along. What say your folks? Okay. So it is confusing. It is intentional. Because um, what guy is saying it, it, it's done, and we're going to see it. He just doesn't know when, he said. But he actually talked to people in finance who said, oh, that's done. It's just sitting there. It just went. So what they are doing is confusing all of us and why they're talking about the finance minister, because he doesn't make the decision. CBI makes the decision of when to change the rate. What they're asking the finance minister is, what are you going to do when they change the rate? What's going to happen with all of this money? How are you going to put it to use? Because the CBI doesn't control that. They just control mm-hmm. the rates. The finance minister has to say what we're going to do with all this money now. And that's what they want to be brought out. First of all, what did you do with all the surplus? Because nobody knows where the money is but you. So they were trying to decide whether or not to bring charges against you. Now they're mm-hmm. saying you've got one week to tell us how you're going to fix this. Now, how you're going to fix it with all the surplus money right now, what programs and things you're going to implement to help the poor people, and whether we know or not, they're going to be the same programs that are used once the rate changes. So they're bringing some of that information out. But he doesn't control the rate at all. Right, right. The the mindset of the, the Iraqi people at, at this point where are they in all of this? I, you know, to, to me, they've been through the ringer and just are probably just drained to oblivion uh, here. But what are your folks saying? Are are they, you know, have they lost their patience or are they just uh, really just kind of uh, you know, taking a wait and see and, and knowing that, well, this is Iraq, this is our country, so be it. What, let's say your folks. They, they aren't saying that because they know and they were told to expect it just hasn't happened. And they've been telling them that to keep them calm. But as the IMF warned them, and some of the politicians warned them, pressure from the streets 
maybe was required to see this. It may be coming sooner or later, except for, you guys remember a couple years ago before they started, I said, you know, you light a match in the middle of the forest, nothing saying you can put that out. And they're mm-hmm. saying, do you want to take that chance <laughs> getting them started where you might can't stop them? So that's what they're thinking about looking at now and supposedly why they're coming closer to the conclusion of, of showing this. Right. But not writing, they're not protesting yet. We thought we were going to see them on the first, but we didn't, and I haven't heard about any new dates. Okay. Well, the number 10 is always out there. So 10 days from whenever this does happen, we know that that's when our very special TNT Super Fantastic or Pay It Forward project is going to be. And hopefully it's going to come in March. That would be very nice. So, But, again, appreciate all of you guys do for us. And have yourself a great Wealth Coming to Us Wednesday. Appreciate it. Thanks, Ian. Can I ask you a question, though? Wait, wait. Are you yes. the author or the uh, ghostwriter or the pen of uh, Catnip's Corner? Why are you asking? Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm just checking. Okay. <laughs> what, what, what brought that on? I don't know. When I look at it, sometimes I try to think, is this is this you or not? I don't know. All right, is it? Okay. Well, you've asked that before, and I've answered. Oh, I have. You just don't. Oh, yeah. Of course, it's been years ago. I, I, I mean, it's... <laughs> I don't remember. That's why I just asked. Because yeah, so mm-hmm. much stuff goes through my head every day. I'm telling you. But okay, I'm I'm, I'm proud of you. I like it. And I actually right, read it, so there you go. Okay, okay. But uh, the question that I would pose to you is, do you listen to Catnip's Corner? No. Okay. Is, is there a voice behind it? <laughs> You're going to have to go explore and ask your sources. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, I didn't even know that. I didn't know it. I know I do see mm-hmm. it sometimes. I say, isn't that her name, Catnip? So I, I didn't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what? Well, you're a good, you're a good Sherlock, so that's that's good. <laughs> okay. okay. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Appreciate it. All Take right. care. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Ray. Thank you. Okay. 386, Erico, you're on. Uh, good morning and good afternoon to the both of you. Yes, sir. Hey, good morning. Tony, let me let me get this right. What I'd like you to do is call me after the show is over. I'm chief, and your brother has my number, I believe, in front of him. Is that correct? Okay. Right? All right. Uh, so far? Tony, is, is it, uh, according to you, if you don't get a hundred donations every call, you're not going to do a call. Is that correct? That is absolutely one hundred percent correct. Okay, that's all I needed to know. But if you would call me after the show, I'd appreciate it very much. Thank you. And I personally don't think that's too much to ask 
out of 16, 18,000 people. I mean, I, I really don't. And I just set that number. Like I said, I should have said 500 out of 18,000, but I didn't. But I just said 100. At least 100 people got to care, or I don't care. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. 972, Eric, you're one. Hey there, Danny in Dallas. Greetings. Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm all right. I tell you what, next time the Ray starts the show by killing the music and say I have a special announcement, uh, I'm going to have to tell my heart to quit beating so quickly. Uh, I thought you was fixing to lay it on us. <laughs> uh, tell, tell us the good news. All we've looked for has finally happened. Yes, sir. So, Ray, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. When I hear your voice, I'm gonna take second thoughts. Just the way it is. All right, sir. Yes. Sir. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, a little bit more information today. That's good. Um, the, uh, uh, you really think that Walsh will get an invitation to the jury trial, or what are you thinking there? Uh, do they even do that? Maybe, maybe they have a fire. They, they need a, uh, another member of the firing squad. All those things are possibilities, I suppose. Yes. Well, Thank I can you tell you that. Your, yeah, go ahead. Well, what I was told, go they ahead. still listen to this call, so... They know Walt's pushing for it, so he might get one. <laughs> yeah. Walt, Walt Renfro of the Cayman Islands. Yes, sir. Um, I appreciate, too, the uh, expert question about the uh, Russian ruble. Um, that in a very practical way, of course, you know, we're, we're tuned into it from a very biased perspective. Uh, we would not be necessarily if, uh, you know, if we – Back this thing up to the Vietnam War, or, or um, e- even back to uh, Kuwait, we just wouldn't have that perspective. So it is interesting, but I, I see no merit in uh, in buying their ruble, no matter what the cost, at this point. Do you also agree, right? Yeah, because it's going to go down even further. So, even more. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I guess the only other thing that I'd, I'd want perhaps a comment on is uh, you're getting feedback from Iraq, and uh, that's that's a, a handy situation. I talk to people who say they have Iraqi connections. I don't trust them because <laughs> they're not they're not uh, in line with most of the things that that we hear from you guys. Uh, and, and the other thing is it's just uh, it's so close with the, with the rest of the world. Uh, not from our perspective, but the rest of the world looking to establish a, a presence in Iraq, it, it cannot be that much longer. You know, we've talked about it over the years. Uh, I don't see how they can get past such and such, past such and such. Well, we're, we're really at that point now, and as confusing as it gets, it really doesn't matter. If I could find a place to buy more today, I would. <clears throat> I have a few friends who have been in this for a long time, and they're worried and uh, about uh, the world situation now. So it doesn't, the, uh, my, my encouraging them to hang on, don't forfeit this situation, uh, is falling on deaf ears right now. I've had several people say, Danny, can you find somebody that will buy my stuff? 
and most of the time it takes one or two calls at best. I don't try to talk them out of it because I've done so many times before. But if you had any advice on that, that would be uh, welcomed at this point. Yeah, this is what I'm going to give you advice on. Right, right. This is what you asked. And I'll say what I've always said. The last thing in the world you should do is get rid of your currency. Okay? I mean, absolutely. And I, and I don't care what your situation is. If somebody's about to be homeless, I tell them, okay, but hold your currency because that's your only way back. If you sell your currency for pennies and you still end up homeless, then what do you do? As long as you have that currency, you not only have hope, but you have an opportunity to still change your life. Don't ever sell your currency. You went through all it was to buy it however many years ago. You've been holding it all this time. Why, when it's time to reap benefits, would you now give it away? That doesn't make sense. And here's the thing. Iraq is not going to destroy their own country to satisfy Russia. They cut Russia off this morning. The Central Bank of Iraq cut Russia off, notified all their banks, told them to cancel all their contracts, everything because that's what the rest of the world was doing, and they wanted to be in line with the rest of the world, because that's the only way they're going to get what they want. Because anybody going against that is going to be cut off, too. So that doesn't really make any sense. At this point, with the IMF telling everything they laid out today, and they laid it out so that all the Iraqi citizens could see it. It's in the news. On the news, everybody knows what they said what's behind it, what's the driving force, and even that their government should take heed to the threat that's about to come from the citizens. So now everybody knows that. All of that tells us we're closer to the end. It can't be that much longer, and the only thing they're really seeing is holding it up is the budget, because everybody has acknowledged there is a new rate in the budget. But how do we get to the budget? We have to get a government, <laughs> even though Parliament is asking for the budget to be sent to them right now, it's not until at least the President of the Republic is announced, and then it'll be done. So is it going to take another 90 days? God, I hope not. It doesn't look like it. Could it be concluded by the end of this month? That's more likely than 90 days even though we're seeing statements saying crazy things, that's what they're supposed to say. CBI is supposed to say it's not ready because they know what happened in January when they said it was, and people start holding their money and start affecting their economy. So they're supposed to say it's not happening. Finance minister is supposed to say we can't do it, even though we know because we're involved, even more so than the citizens, they've had a plan for years to do just that. So please don't sell your currency. It's not that much longer. Okay? That's all I can tell them, Dan. All right. Well, that's good news. And uh, particularly, I did not hear if you said it before, where Iraq cut them off, cut Russia off. I had not heard that. 
uh, they are getting right in line with the rest of the world. That's good. That's good. Okay. Sorry about the noise, Ray. All right, sir. Uh, no I'm going to go ahead back to work. Talk to you guys later. Thank you. Uh, All right. All right. Thank care. you. And yeah, I didn't say that before. And I probably should have told you guys that because it was kind of exciting that the central bank would do that, announce it and inform all their banks to stop all transactions with the ruble, with Russia in period, because it says, because of the sanctions that the United States implemented. And that's what it, exactly what it said, because of the sanctions the U.S. implemented, we're going to stop doing business with them. So anyway, all right, Ray, we there? Okay, 610, take us home. All right. Good afternoon, Ray, and good morning, Tony. It is G-Man MPA. Good morning, good afternoon, man. Sir. It is another dynamite day here in the USA, ladies and gentlemen. It is a new month, a new day, and that means there is a new bill that needs to be paid. We need to send in our payments in order to buy airtime to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red payment button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, PO Box 1748, Elm City. That's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out your checks and money orders, ladies and gentlemen, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders. This way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. For those of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNT Super Fantastic website, Click on that red payment button and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit card or credit card of your choice. Click on the click here instructions. That will then take you to a menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you'll be asked to type in your email address your name and your credit card information. In the area where you type in your name, after you have typed in your name in that same area, hit the space bar twice and type in your phone number. Again, this way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. So again, to donate electronically, go to the TNT super fantastic website Click on that red payment button and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit card or credit card of your choice. Click on the click here instructions. That will then take you to the menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you will be asked to type in your email address, your name, and your credit card information. In that area where you type in your name, after you have typed in your name in that same area, hit the space bar twice and type in your phone number. It makes it easier for Ray to track the payments as they come in. 
after you have typed in your credit card information, at the bottom of the page is that blue payment key. After you have clicked on that blue payment key, wait on the page for just a few seconds, <clears throat> excuse me, and you'll receive a check mark with a circle. <clears throat> After that, you'll get a sentence that says, thank you for supporting the blog talk radio show. This way, you know that your payments have gone through successfully. Hold on here a minute, Ray. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you to both of your families for continuing to share you with us. Thank you to those 13 task force members who are still out there making sure that the bankers and meeting facilities are going to be available for us post-RV so we can get all that banking information. And as Ray has taught us, remember, verification, negotiation, diversification, protect your principal, KYW, know your worth, and Vegas, 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 and Raleigh, 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 so I can come join you and enjoy some of that good homestyle North Carolina barbecue. And I'd also like to remind everyone, I have never been asked by Ray, nor have I ever been asked by Tony, to make these requests for these payments. I make these requests of my own volition and my own free will. I am not getting paid to ask for these requests either. And yes, I was able to send in a payment this month, and I'm very, very happy to be able to support the show. So again, thank you very much, Ray and Tony, for all you continue to do for us. Make it a dynamite rest of the day. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Appreciate you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're very, you're very, very welcome. I had to grab a drink of water there. My throat was getting dry. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Bye-bye Have a now. good one. All right. You too. All right, sir. Let's wrap this one up. Put it to bed. All right, guys. Bad start to the call because I still feel bad even that I had to do it. And I want to thank G-Man again for always being here for us and helping get it done. But. At this point, it just is what it is. So we'll see what happens. But other than that, good news still coming out of Iraq. Good news from the banking guys. They're still just sitting there waiting. Nobody's on alert. Nobody's on standby. And personally, they're not going to be until we see or hear about something happening. In Iraq, they're being told it's all done. It's just sitting in the background. They're being told with the Treasury saying, we're all just waiting for a go. So when are they going to go? Working out the plan. I think they're trying to get their uh, numbers back right as far as people spending money and everything else because they need to be in the flow of it. But even there, too, they're making adjustments. What are we looking for? We're looking for the court to rule on exactly how they have to take the vote. Well, that's the rest of this week on Monday. We're looking for House representatives to decide if they're going to take a vote. 
once they know how it has to happen. And we're still looking for them to name the president of the republic. Other than that, next week, finance minister Lowy is supposed to come out with his plan. They said they gave him a week. My guy says they have three days, but we'll see. We should see it all next week. So not Friday, but next week. It should be a very informative week. Could happen as early as Friday. But all the indicators say next week. The good part is whatever comes out, we still have time for this thing to be over with this month. And God knows that's what I want to see. So anyway, with that, do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be super fantastic while you're doing it. And share the super fantastic. All right, Ray. Okay, ladies and gents, that's going to do it for us for today. On this day, Wednesday, we'll talk to you on Fantabulous Earth Friday. Keep believing. We sure do. This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
This session is no longer being recorded. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. And we are out of here. Enjoy your hump day Wednesday.